This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. the stand hosted by two girls one ginger it's us we're back uh, Happy this is on the stand what did i just say you said welcome to on the stand <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to help jared brainstorming on the stand wow i can't believe i just said that and did not you just like bulldozed twice. right over it too wow welcome to killing time hosted by two girls one ginger Whew. Honestly, this might as well just be an on the stand podcast because of all the polarizing on the stands. We've got and a lot of things to talk about. We, we sure always do. we always do have things to talk about. Right now, Alexis and I are wearing matching jumpsuits. If you're watching us on Patreon, you would see that. Honestly, these jumpsuits are my favorite thing at looking polished, but dressing in your jammies, it's a win-win. You guys look great. Comfy, it's, a little, it's a little warm. Comfy Summer's cash. coming faster than expected. The studio's getting a little toasty. <laughs> I feel true. great. You run like a little, like a little ice age creature. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm... You like crawled out of a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> I need it to Land be blasting, time. blasting hot at all times. Totally. Please. Uh, how are we doing today? Who are we feeling? We're having some God, champs. I'm feeling good now. You know, we just took a walk to the convenience store. We got some convenient up, items. Snacked up. We're snacked up. We're uh, we're feeling fulfilled. Yeah, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. Um, before we start, obviously we gotta plug in the Patreon. I already did a little bit, but if you want bonus content, you're getting one new full true crime episode a week on Patreon. That is four episodes per month. Episodes we pour our heart and souls into. We write them ourselves. We do them ourselves. We get to talk about the cases a little more. It's a lot. It's a different experience in a good way. Very conversational. Yeah. I I always like to say it's like a combo of killing time and regular first degree. Totally. And we take the subject obviously really seriously and the research is stellar, but we get to pick cases, which we don't get to do in our traditional first degree format. So if you're here for that, thank you. Tell your friends, invite others. Plus we're going to bring back more two and three parters. And if you're on Patreon, you're going to get them all at the same time and you won't have to wait until the following week for the second part. So that's another perk too. Exactly. If you yeah. love to binge. Now we're talking. Yes. Now we are talking. Now we're talking. Mm, All right. Moving and grooving. Do we want to get into the day today? Yes. It is May 4th. <gasps> May it be with you. And we will get into that. We will get into that. Oh, uh, we will, will we? We will. Well, and tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. It is Cinco de Mayo. Ooh. I hope you're having Ooh. a mark tomorrow. But 
today, May 4th, we're going to start from the beginning and we will end where we all are thinking. So May 4th, 1929, actually, it's not a dark day, but it is Audrey Hepburn's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Audrey. Well, she's dead, but it was her birthday. I know. She's (laughs) an incredible activist, actress. Love me some Audrey Hepburn. Yes. Also, it is Alice in Wonderland's uh, fictional birthday. Mm, One of my favorite fictional stories. I did not know that she had like a real birthday, but Alice was born on May 4th. Huh. And then also uh, May 4th, 1990, the electric chair malfunctions in Florida, leading states to change execution methods. So we have had an entire episode of Killing Time that we've uh, dedicated to botched executions. Mm -hmm. But I thought that this one was kind of interesting. So I'll give you like a little little summary of what happened. Love to know more. So there's this guy, Jesse Tefero. He was executed in Florida. Uh, but his electric chair malfunctions three times, oh my God. causing oh my God. flames to leap from his head like something out of a fucking movie. It's so what? awful. They never should. You know, it's horrible. Horrible. For the people witnessing for him, for his family. Like it is. That is terrible. It's horrific. So it said that case in particular led the new debate on humane methods of execution and several states ceased to use the electric chair and adopted lethal injection as their means of capital punishment after that. Because, I mean, after the episode that we did, it was probably two months ago, the way that these executions can be botched is so nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just, you know, we even did the um, a first-degree episode on Jeff Wood, and he was led to the execution chamber, his family said goodbye, oh God, and then there yeah. was a stay of execution, and then he was given a new date and then led there in the stay. And I just think that that psychological abuse is also just disgusting. I just think it's not, the, our, our system is not. Well, that case specifically, it felt never ending. Like it yeah. just kept Well, and he happening. didn't, you know, that case is very nuanced and yeah. he sh- shouldn't be on death row. And, and a lot of people shouldn't. And you think if someone like him was innocent, imagine right. going through something like that. I'm not saying he was innocent, yeah. but. Some people who go to death row are and yeah. like yeah. thinking of them going through that just, you know, breaks your heart. It's, For sure. It's absolutely crazy. So on a lighter note, we're going to get back into uh, what we all want to talk about. Mm-hmm. May the 4th be with you. Mm. Yeah. Now we're talking. Star Wars Day. Love Star Wars. <laughs> Oh my god! Perfect ginger for the job. Yes, because I know nothing about it. Oh, I will. I know enough for all of us. Jared, give us like, get. What are your thoughts on like? Just the floor is yours. You want me to talk? Well, the current state of Star Wars. I don't want to get into that because that's its own. I Jared doesn't like where Star Wars is headed. We're doing a lot of weird stuff. It's all Disney. I saw like a Jude Law thing today. Jude Law, yeah. GMA. I think he's in Star Wars. Jude Law is going to be in a. a He was. He was doing press today for Hook. Because he's oh. Captain Hook in the oh, new Hook. Really? And they're, in Star Wars? they're rebooting Hook? I think that was a classic. I think oh, he's in the it. Reboots. I mean, I know Melissa McCarthy's Ursula. Oh, I like so that. There, there was a whole media tour this morning and Jude Law was there. So don't quote me. Maybe he wasn't Hook, but he's in the movie. Okay. Interesting. I think he's Hook. Um, Jared doesn't like where Star Wars is today, but he is a Star Wars <laughs> super fan. Good recap. Uh, that's about it. In summary. What no. do you do on Star Wars Day? Like, have you celebrated it in the past? What do you do to celebrate? So I. I have, um, I struggle with my like Star Wars, like my true identity in Star Wars, like fandom, because I love it so much, but I'm not like, I couldn't win like a trivia night. Right. Um, I just, it just makes me feel really good. Whether that's nostalgia, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, they're giving Carrie Fisher a star on May 4th. 
Are they? On the Hollywood I actually, Walk. You know what? I did read that yeah. this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's oh, nice. That's so fitting. That's awesome. Yeah. I love Carrie so much. Mm-hmm. I paid attention to GMA. There you go. <laughs> Alexis does get her pop culture hey, every morning. It keeps me very relevant. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I, I grew up with Star Wars, so mm-hmm. it's like one of my favorite things in the world. Have you, like, do you dress up? Do you watch? I did dress up for the final movie, that, like, big production movie that came out somewhat recently. What did you dress up as? Han Solo? I went as Chewbacca. I had a onesie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. So it was me and my sister, and, like, she's, like, a dork like I am. So we, we went and saw it together. It was really fun. Like, opening night. What did she dress as? She had a Darth Vader onesie. That's kind of fun. Yeah. That's cute. I tried to watch Mandalorian. I watched a couple episodes. Yeah. And with you, you oh. say that like you're surprised. <laughs> I, yeah, I just don't know if you're actually you. watching. Well, they have really cute little characters. She likes, uh-huh. okay, so there's a little like, character named Babu Frick, and he's like, he's like this tall. And then, like, you've seen Baby Yoda, right? Of course. Grogu. So he, he's like, you know, the same height. And, but he, lo- he meets this little guy, and he's like obsessed with him, and he like won't leave him alone. But like the little guy, Babu Frick, is like an adult. So he's like, get off me, kid, kind yeah. of a thing. But he's like this big. They're but just he's like, teeny tiny, so the kid likes it. He's super all cute. of the characters on that, they're like all, because they're all like fucked up and weird. They're like I'm ugly like, little reptiles and fish like Jack loves. Yeah. yeah like she loves amphibious looking yeah. aliens. And one Lobbies. thing that's cool is they're doing a lot of like puppets for a lot of the newer stuff even. So it feels very kind of like um, Cutesy. Jim Henson's sort of vibe. I went to the Jim it's, Henson Museum oh. in New Orleans. Really? Oh. I was with you guys. <laughs> Did I? I don't remember. I, don't think I went. I didn't go with you, but you, we were on the same trip. It's weird that you'd break off and go do that with Adam. <laughs> <Well>, we're <laughs> at the bar. Alexis is like, I got something to do. <laughs> I went to the gym. I went to the Jim Henson Museum without you. That is true. <laughs> you finally admit it. That's where you we were, where you were on Saturday for those two yeah. hours. I'm serious, we though. Yeah. I did. Well, that <laughs> bums me out because I would have loved to go. What did you see there? All the puppets that you can imagine. Ooh. Yeah. All of Jim Hem- the the making process. Yeah. A little. Wow. It was quite it was a robust just a, a spectacle. museum. It was a magical time, especially when those first Star Wars came out because it was yeah. all practical effects. So it was all very, the way that they were doing things is so cool. And it's it's cool to see them doing it now. So. That's all I'll say. So the first um, recorded reference of May the 4th Be With You, I found. So it was used on May 4th, 1979. So I guess Star Wars came out in 1977, I think. 75 or 77? So it was like, I think it was 77. Again, I told you I wouldn't win trivia. You don't, uh, yeah. So it was recent to 1979 when this happened. And it said the day after Margaret Thatcher was elected as prime minister of the United Kingdom and her political party, the conservatives, placed a congratulatory advertisement in the london evening news saying may the fourth be with you maggie congratulations what a witty lady so she must have been a star wars fan wow i love that yeah and then you know it turned into a thing after that but that was like one of the first recorded documented times of may the fourth be with you oh i love that and it's just turned into a whole thing like i know they do uh like the star wars celebration is like a convention that they do now i don't know if they do it on the fourth but yeah around well it's star wars day it's like star wars it's like a national holiday today is a day we're celebrating together yeah yeah exactly Mm -hmm. i'm so happy it fell on this day but what i wanted to talk about and we actually mentioned this kind of in a podcast recently is the quote luke i am your father oh yeah and how that is a misquote it is indeed a misquote so what is the original quote it's no i am your father and everybody, like, Luke, I am your father is, like, but ingrained in people's minds. no to? What was the line before? Luke is basically... Staring at him. And <laughs> the mask comes off. Yeah. Or it's about to. He, <laughs> he basically... What's next? What's in, and then he says, no. And then what? So... I am. He, he essentially... I, 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 <laughs> recalling the scene is a little hazy because I always... 
am looking for that and pop culture and quote getting and like it's a not there. And you're getting like a dopamine hit because yeah. you're watching your favorite movies. So yeah, it's hard to remember. Course, I'm too overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like a golden retriever. You basically can't remember anything. And that I'm happened. like, here it comes. Yeah, and then just black out and miss it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, he he, they're basically going back and forth, and he's like, I hate you, I hate you, like you're the oh. worst, blah blah blah, kind of a thing. Jeez. And then, and then he's like. I, I forget what Luke's. I honestly don't remember. Like, Darth, I want to punch you. I wish yeah, yeah. you were dead. <laughs> Whatever he says, the That's answer what I would to say it. If I was mad at my dad. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't know it's his dad yet. I want to punch you. I, and he's I like, wish you no, were dead. Yeah. I am your father. Yes, basically he was Bow like, down, bitch. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, because Luke's whole life, he's been this has been kept from him. So Obi Wan keeps Luke safe from, from who did Luke think his from father his was? Childhood trauma. Yeah. So, well, I mean, he just, so Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader. That's Luke's dad, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. So. But who did Luke Why don't they name anyone was? Anakin anymore? Anakin's a good name. I go with Anakin for a right girl. Right on the list. Mm. <laughs> I'm not enough of a Star Wars fan to Anakin really. Anakin is cool, though. Anakin's a cool name. No, that, that's, uh, no, Annie, not for me. Annie. No. Okay. Anyway. DeVito. 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 I've been DeVitoed. <laughs> Anyways, it's a whole Wait, long... Wait, just tell me, who, do, who did Luke think his father was? Well, he was raised... Probably Jabba the Hutt. He was raised... <laughs> b- 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 he was Boba raised Fett. by a family on Tatooine. Who Which were, is a planet? Who were, while they were raising Luke, he's being overseen by Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi staying on the outside, the fringe, keeping an eye on Luke to make sure that he's safe. Who's Luke's mother? Princess Leia? No, that's his sister. Who's his mom? Search your heart. Is it, Jabba the Hutt. Am I supposed to know? It's Padme. Why the fuck would I know who Padme is? Natalie Portman? I don't watch the movies. You didn't watch the... Natalie Portman was born in 1977? <laughs> no, so... Uh, this is going to be <laughs> fucking crazy we and hard to explain. Okay. No, we got to... I don't need to know. This is getting way too in the weeds. I, too inside baseball. No, okay. way too inside baseball. But you said it came out in 1977. Natalie Portman is only a year or two older <laughs> than me. So I don't think she was in that one. Well, it's probably one of those movies that they went back in time, like a prequel. Doesn't work for me. Oh, this Anyways, is, this is Jared, sorry to, sorry. May the fourth be with you was a mistake. Let's it was move a on. mistake. <laughs> the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because it was a misquote. And we talked about this the other month, the other week, that we're going to dive into some misquotes, famous ah. misquotes throughout history that I think is really, really interesting. So Ooh, we're going to the You got the moon landing in there? Do, well, we... Yes. Uh, okay. Oh, yes. I knew it. Okay. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back for that before then we've got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right. Welcome to On the Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We're either loving it, we're hating it. We have a healthy debate. Vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Bring it to you on Instagram. You vote if it's guilty or not guilty. And sometimes we have an On the Stand from a listener. Do we have one today? We do. Ooh. All right. Do you want to start with that? Or yes. do you want to do ours first? Let's let's do it last. Let's oh, start with last. ours. Let's do it last. Oh, okay. No? You want to do it first? No, that's fine. I just was saying a, you a seem word. disappointed. He doesn't I just really care. I figured I should pick something. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, well, maybe Jared should go last. Oh, I could go last. <laughs> okay. Let's start with the listener. Okay. Let's start with the listener. I feel like he needs some inspiration. I'm not buying that. time. That could be why. No. Hey, Kim. Just want to place an honest hand at this moment. And it has to do with people that spell your name wrong on teams or in emails, even though your correct spelling is right there in front of their fucking faces 
Um, I have one person I work with on the regular. That's always spelling my name is Sherry. It's S-H-E-R-I-E. They spell it S-H-E-R-Y constantly. Even trying to at me on, or sorry, apparently he didn't at me because it didn't show up as my at, but Team, come on, people. It's correct in front of you. Spell it right. And I'm sure there's a plethora of people in the world that would understand this. But, yeah, that's that's my on the stand. Spelling your name wrong when it's on the email, in Teams, any type of thing that the correct spelling is right in front of your face already. Cheers. So... I see both sides of this as someone who has made the mistake as someone who has made the mistake. I always correct it with a follow-up email. Yeah. Which is so embarrassing because you have to CC everyone Yeah, because you don't want them to think you don't want their coworkers to think that you don't know their name. So I've definitely been the person to do this and I only do it when I have a friend who has the same name who spells it a different Mm -hmm. way. So it's like, I obviously know the name and I did it right. Um, but there are more egregious situations as someone named Alexis. I get Alex a lot. I get Al- Alexa a lot. I get Alexandra a lot. Mm-hmm. I get um, Alexi a lot. And that's irritating because that's not even the name. Yeah. I'll take it because they're not bad names. Mm-hmm. I like all those names. Mm-hmm. But I get it. It's super annoying. We have a friend. I always see Bryn. Bryn and Brian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a friend named Bryn who gets Brian a lot. All of the and time. She's not thrilled with that. I mean, as somebody who also does spell their name differently and gets a misspelling all of the you get time. You a Q a lot. J-A-Q. J-A-K is my least favorite. It's like oh, yak. Like yak with a yak. J. It's yak. It's just... I kind of like the Q. Matt, for a, when he first Jacques. met you, and my dad also thought your name was Jacques with yeah. a Q for well, a while. Well, I get that sometimes from people that haven't like met me in person. But my Matt thought your name was Jack with a Q when he first like met you, when you first started dating. And I was like, that's kind of cute. It seems Frenchy. I didn't hate it. K, mm. no. No. Yeah. But because my name is like that, I go above and beyond when I'm in emails to make sure that I'm right. spelling the person's name right because I freaking hate it. Yeah. Like huge pet peeve of mine. Did you know that there are 500 different ways to spell Jared? <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. There's not, but it would... F- feel that well, way. Well, you're because... talking about Starbucks orders. No, I'm just saying, like, people get it. There's so many different ways to spell it. It is crazy, because Jared well, spells his name... A lot of time is with a T. I went to high school with Jared, Jared with a D, with a T, I've seen with it like two this. R's, with, J-A-R-E-D, with an O. Which is me. But Jared... Gerard. The way that Jared spells his name is the most common way to spell Jared. Jared. Yeah. yeah. like yeah. The, well, And it's phonetic. The most basic way you could spell Jared. Because my parents are decent people, and they yeah. spelled it correctly. They're not sick fucks like yeah. the rest of the There's only one way to do it. Sorry, Jareds. Yes. <laughs> um, Jared, Jarrod, Jarrod. No, the most nuanced name that I've ever seen is Jeff. Jeff. There's a G-E-O-F-F. Yes. And I'm like, nope. That's not Jeff. That says G-off, by the way. No, I don't like, I don't trust a Jeff spell like that. It was too, that's a traumatizing thing. When I was like, that's the word Jeff? When I read it, I say in my head, G-off. G-off. I'm not going to say it to your face, but that's what I'm thinking about. Geoffrey. Geoff. Geoffrey Bean. Geoffrey. Geoffrey. Not for me. Anyways. 
This yeah. is guilty, by the way. It's if you, if super it, guilty. If the name is spelled right there, you got to say it right. Well, it's like, I think it's the most decent thing you can do if you're working with somebody to spell their fucking name yeah. right. Like, I agree. If, you're, if you want somebody to treat you seriously, especially if you're like emailing a higher up or you're trying to get a business deal. And that girl, her, the, her uh, co-worker that she works with all of the time. It's rude. It's rude. Well, it's it's rude. like now it seems like you're it's You're allowed on to make that mistake once. once when you first meet someone. You're not allowed to do it. Yeah. It's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. Especially if you work with these people on an ongoing basis. We work in like freelancey wor- worlds where mm. we don't encounter the same people all the time. It's still rude to do it. Don't do it then. Yeah. But it's a lot more, ex- it's a lot more understandable. If you're working with someone on a long-term basis and they can't get your fucking name right, fuck them. Yeah, absolutely. Guilty. Yeah, guilty. Guilty. All right, I'll go first. Great. I'm putting naps on the stand. Ooh. And I love how I found this out because I have a new <laughs> on the stand note on my phone because like we have to write them down because we'll forget. Alexis literally had one and forgot it two minutes later before we started recording this. I might have forgot it again. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking this. We were talking I think yesterday because we recorded an episode of first degree and you were talking about how you did a boat day with Matt and you guys took a five hour nap. And this Maybe came the first of my life that this came as a shock because Alexis and I always talk about how we five? do. Yes. Maybe like four. That's but like just sleeping. Multiple <laughs> hours. It was like the longest nap I've ever had. And it was incredible. And it's because the ocean rocks you. Yeah. I don't think we call it a nap. I think we just call it going we to bed. We went to sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mid- <laughs> midday, midday sleep. But we, that was shocking to me because we talk about how we can't nap. Like I've never Very successfully rare. napped you in my life. You napped kind of recently. Did I? Yes, you said that you fell asleep for like an hour. Oh, somewhere. no, no, no. I don't. When I nap, like we, I nap on the couch sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm like on my period or. But your eyes are closed, but you're awake. I'm awake. And the amount I'm actually sleeping might be a 10 minutes. You're resting. Jack will go, I'm taking a nap. And then I turn around five minutes later to see. She's her. on her phone. She's just, she's laying down and looks asleep, <laughs> but her phone is right here. And she's <laughs> I can't nap. Like, can't. it's just a rest. I'm telling you, it was a, it was a fluke for me. It's crazy. But I am so jealous of people that can nap like it really blows my mind the one th- me too because it, i mean i can nap if i'm like dog tired but the thing i hate about a nap is when i wake up that feeling of like how much time has passed before i look and at my watch my phone feels. it feels great but the panic sets in when i'm like is it 2 a.m like did i blow it fuck up my entire I, sleep i used to do those in high school i would take a nap and i'd fall asleep till like seven i thought really? it was the next morning oh my god i think it's really bad for me personally to take a nap as we're going from light to dark outside. Yeah. Oh, no. I can't span no. that gap with a nap. If I do that, I'm in big trouble. I think that everybody is pretty I'm telling screwed. you, though, no one's better at napping than Matt. Matt can take naps. He's asleep. I literally, we there's no words spoken for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And he's asleep. He's asleep. Okay. That's insane. He can fall asleep. He can literally lay down and be like, I'm taking a nap. And he's asleep in 45 seconds. I've never seen anything like How it in is my that life. Like midday, God, I can't do that. Nice I wish I could. He must just be tired a lot. <laughs> it's probably a sleep apnea. Yeah, but he's he has just, a machine. He's just a sleepy boy. Yeah, well, he's a sleepy boy. Yeah. There's probably still some missing oxygen up you're in that brain. You're getting some oxygen, babe. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching to make sure you're breathing at night. Which, by the Lord knows, I'm not sleeping. No, I'm not sleeping either. <laughs> which, by the way, I get up way before Jared does, and this morning he was sleeping. You sleep in. No, I mean I get up at like six. I get up Wait, really is that a early. Thirty. No, he sleeps till like eight thirty. What? Yeah, I know it's insane. So like, our group chat is going off at like six. Yeah, <laughs> I I normally I'm like eyes open at eight twenty, and then I do wow. a, a I do a little roll around for like <laughs> thirty minutes, a toss around <laughs> by himself. Yeah. But anyways, my point of this is he was sleeping, and this man was in the craziest REM sleep of his life. 
your eyeballs were moving when? around like this morning. Oh shit. Your eyeballs were moving around like crazy underneath your eyelids. Like, you know, you could see it moving oh, around. Yeah. I was like, you were in some were sort in a of dream? a crazy dream. Yeah, I was doing karate. Okay. Really? Yeah. yeah. So like I <laughs> I don't know. I do karate in my dreams often. Because you wish you could do it better. Yeah, because I'm good at your nunchucks. I'm working He's on okay. it. I'm working on it. I'll get there. Um <laughs> Sure. This morning, Practice makes perfect. Yeah. This morning it was karate, and I remember. Really? Very, oh yeah, yeah. I That's was probably sparring. why, because you're like looking around for all the people you're gonna like try it's to like, beat their asses. If you've ever seen The Matrix, it's like where they plug Neo into the thing, and he's like, "I know karate." Yeah, After yeah. He comes yeah. Out. That was me. This wow. Yeah, I was like, I tried to take a video of it because I was like, it was, it looked like something crazy was going on. I'm amazed. All right, I was just whooping ass in my dreams. You whooping know? ass. All right, so I see naps. Not guilty if you can take them. I'm not guilty. I'm not just jealous. Hi, I'm just super jealous that I'm not taking my own naps. I'm jealous too, to be honest. Uh, Lex. For my on this, my on this thing. <laughs> All right, I got one for you. <laughs> the one I was gonna talk about, yeah. Do you have one? No. Oh, I have or, one. I do, but you go first. Okay, so mine is something Jack and I were talking about today. Um, we mentioned that I love GMA. That's where I get my pop culture. Where GMA is early, but what comes on next at nine a.m. is live with Kelly and Ryan. Oh yes. Until recently, it's live with Kelly and Mark. And as we were discussing this new shift of hosts. Jack, Jared, and I were also discussing Love is Blind and their host selection, which is a husband and wife team. And I think any family unit hosting a show together, that's like many, 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 many episodes. I think Donnie and Marie Osmond also, I'm going to put them on the stand too. Yeah. Any family unit like that hosting a TV show where viewers are tuning in and looking for some chemistry. Mm. It's not for me. I don't think podcasts really apply. I was going to say, no. I'm glad you're here because that would just I, leave well, us That's why you gave me that look. But, but I was I, like, what are you looking at I me for? I agree that podcasts don't apply because I've heard a ton of, um, there's a ton of comedy ones too with a, who is it? It doesn't matter. The point is, is like that- Tom Segura and his wife. Exactly. And, they're yeah. hysterically they're funny. They're so funny. Their show, your Matt, listen, Your Mom's House yeah. by Tom Segura. It's- they're a married couple and they it's kill so it. Podcasts funny. don't seem to apply to this rule. Well, because podcasts are long form. We're yeah. talking about like short form, snappy TV. interviews, like different segments, like podcasts. Yeah. I'm not loving the Kelly and Mark and I'm not loving Nick and Vanessa. Well, I just don't like no matter what and no matter how professional you are, I don't need to have your tension on the TV, yeah. whether that be sexual tension between the two of you or like allegedly Irritated. allegedly nick lachey nick and vanessa lachey got in a fight right before love is blind started filming and she was being so bizarre as a host and people are like i wonder if that's why and it's like that wouldn't happen if they weren't married like and they were do two professional hosts like it's it brings this element of like intimacy that i don't really need as a host Well, and i just think like if you have to be if you're gonna be on such a massive platform i just think you can really lend some like you can really help someone out if they're not your partner. Like I yeah. just think sometimes your partner is the last person who's supposed to be in your like prof professional right. sort of like chemistry with. Mm -hmm. I just think it's a mistake in general. Unless it's your thing. Unless you started with that. The problem yeah. with that is he re replaced Ryan Seacrest. So the dynamic Correct. was just like two hosts, like two professional who were hosts. really good friends who would like hold hands and Kelly would like I just really love their dynamic. And I'm not hating on, I love Kelly Ripa and I love Mark Consuelos mm -hmm. and I love Vanessa Lachey and I love Nick Lachey. I think they should swap. 
Let's try Nick Lachey All right. on GMA. Oh, a let's, solution. Let's try Mark Consuelos in Love is Blind. <laughs> I love to this. To be honest. We have a solution. It could work. Honestly, that would kind of work. I didn't know that we were going solution-based with this. but I, I didn't I, either. I'm, I'm, that's not guilty. I don't hate not that. Not guilty. Honestly, I'm kind of into that. Let's swap it out. I love it. What do you have to say about hosts that are dating? Um, You know... To be honest, I just don't think it works out very well. <laughs> you know, after doing how many episodes of this with you guys, like, I don't yeah, know. And I'm like your boss. Yeah, I'm just like, it's weird because I like, you know. I, I love it. Can't seem to get away from you. So. Oh, yeah, well, I keep sure. hoping to get adopted and it hasn't happened. It's well, happening soon. Well, we have Yay. to, once we get the marriage license figured out, then we can go through. Then we need adoption. a child. Be a witness. Uh, you want to? Yeah. yeah okay. you can. Oh, my God. <laughs> cool. Um, Guilty. All right, I'm going to say guilty. 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 Big guilty. All right. For my turn, Jared. I'm here to defend. I feel like I have my back on the ropes for a minute there. I'm going to, I'm here to defend my night owl behavior. Ooh. So being a night owl is going on the stand today. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm my most productive after seven or 8 PM. Really? My Crazy brain kicks into overdrive mm-hmm. when I realize that the world is starting to like, Wind down. Wind down. That is so interesting. Yeah. I don't know what, I think from an early age, I always was kind of like, um, I was n- nervous to go to bed because I felt like I was like wasting valuable hours of my life. Well, and then you have to think sleeping. about all the scary thoughts. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's spooky. The horrors. Who wants the horrors in their okay. life? Um, but yeah, I just, I, I like it because I think it's a bit polarizing and I think that there's definitely people who agree with me on this, but you know, because I, I think for me, especially lately, there's all these like, like the Tim Ferriss podcast and all this shit that's out. That people are like, what's your secret to success? And everyone's like, well, I wake up at 4 a.m. And then I, I hit the gym and I work out for two hours. And then I do an ice bath. And then I do this. And then I do an ice bath. Sounds it's awful. like, that awful. works for some people. But no, for me, it would be so funny. I feel like if I ever had the chance to go on one of those. Because I'd be an like, I'd be like, you know, 7 p.m. rolls around. And I'm like, all right, let's pull up like a project. I got to get some edits done for tomorrow. And then I feel like I hit flow state by like, like, Later on at night. I don't know why. Well, I've seen this thing. It was probably on TikTok, to be honest. I didn't read an article. I'm sure it was a TikTok. But anyways, it was talking about like the the stereotype that we have for early risers. It's like if you're an early riser, you're on top of your shit. You're productive. Like you are what everybody is looking to be. But why is a late like somebody that's like a night owl or somebody that's productive at night looked down upon if you're still being as productive and as creative and whatever. Like what during- if you're both? Then I'm an early riser and a night owl. I laugh at our group chat sometimes where I text them at like 2.30 or yeah. like 1 or something. And then also at like 7. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, no. I, and to be fair, I I don't sleep long. I don't sleep long Like either. I'm like a six Some and a half to seven it. hour I'm a six cycle. hour gal. Yeah. So. Ooh. And like yeah. I've read that it's taking years off my life. I don't know if that's I true or not. So. You're supposed to have eight. I know you're supposed Let's to have eight, see. but like... Let's see. Let's see who lives well, longer. Like, men just die sooner. Yeah. yeah. That, I don't know how we're going to prove. We'll see with me and Jack. Yeah. yeah. We'll shave. I'm one year old. I'm like eight <laughs> months older, so we'll have to negate that, but we'll yeah. see who lives longer. It's definitely just going to be based on how many hours a night we sleep. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. No other factors. Yep. No other factors whatsoever. Yeah. No, so, I think that people look down upon, you know, people that rise and well i think it has late. something to do with how society put especially american society puts so much importance on hustle culture hustle mm-hmm. culture and like how you always have get to work 3 a.m and yeah get in the gym yeah no time off no breaks like yeah when, when you're sleeping they're grinding that whole thing it's like i i don't think that that I is that. 
yeah, fuck that. But that that goes hand in hand with thinking that people who wake up early are just by default more successful. No, yeah. we're just more anxious. Yeah, yeah, that's we're true. just wake with the sun because <laughs> we're in pain. Yeah, I wake up and I'm like, yeah, stressing out about shit. I'm like, I can't go to yeah. bed. So. Um, I'll say not guilty. That's I'm just not guilty. I just want to defend myself a little bit. You know, no. not yeah. guilty. Totally. All right. Well, when we come back, it's time for some true crime rewind. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Stodd, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, Lex, we're going to start with the moon landing for misquotes that we have heard wrong our entire lives. I'm excited about this. Okay, so the quote is... This is what this is what I think it is okay. and what I think the real quote is. Okay. 
this is one small step for man and a giant leap for mankind. And yes. I believe the correct quote is, this is one small step for a man. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the correct- For a man? Yeah, one giant leap for mankind. So it like- it ended up getting like fuzzy because of the radio. Yeah, when Neil Armstrong was saying it, so he said that's one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind, which makes m- so much more sense. Way more sense because how is this one st- small step for man? Man and, and mankind man is and the mankind same thing. Are the same, but like, does it change the entire thing? And it is more profound sounding. Yeah, it makes less sense when, when the latter uh, part is such of- a weak. The word "uh" is so weak. But like that's a man. But I think, but that's what makes it good because it is. He was literally taking one small step, is and it, like, I'm just but a man. But it, but it was a giant leap for man. I think that is profound. I agree, but because it was misconstrued, it's forever changed, and one, now we sound wrong. Even that's what he meant. Well, I thought that he ended up putting two different like he like forgot what he was going to say. No, I think it was just shitty was, technology. One stole small his step. moment. For a wee lad. For a little guy. For yeah. a little beep boop. For, for a little, little beep boop like me. He just said, one small step for little old me. For a a little, giant leap for this. <laughs> for a little boy. A giant leap for all of us. A little boy. A little boy. A little boy. Wait, you hate when people, men call themselves boys. One little step for a boy. Like yeah. <laughs> a little lad. I like little lad. What if you got out and was good. like, oh, it's God. spooky out here. It <laughs> it's is. like, I don't like this. It is fucking spooky up there. Are you Hella kidding me? Fuck that. No, thank you. Okay, so the next one is a quote from Gandhi. Ooh. Be the change you wish to see in the world. I think we all know that quote from yes. Gandhi. That's not right. <laughs> no, it actually That's incorrect. He actually said nothing like that. I thought that was Marilyn Monroe. Okay, no. Just, no, no, we're going to Marilyn Monroe. Eleanor quote. Roosevelt. No, <laughs> I'm just saying people always plaster dumb idiot like yeah, no, non-quotes well, I, yeah, Abraham Lincoln. on Marilyn Monroe photos. No, but there is actually I have a Mar- Marilyn Monroe section. Oh my God, I can't wait. So be the change you wish to see in the world. It's plastered everywhere and it's uh, attributed to Gandhi all the time. Nobody else said that. So it wasn't like a quote that was directed at him. Misquoted. But his quote is, as a man changes his own nature, so does the attitude of the world change towards him. We need not wait to see what others do. And so somebody took that and was like, you know what sounds better? Yeah. Is be the change you wish to see in the world. Honestly, whoever did that, (laughs) That they are like Even Even he was probably like, Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie's like, thank you. So that happened a few times with some of these quotes. It's like somebody else kind of like made it up and they're like, phrase. They're yes. like, here's what Gandhi was trying to yeah. say. Yeah. Here's what he meant. He was like, do I ramble? <laughs> yes, Gandhi. <laughs> um, okay. So the next one is the quote, curiosity killed the cat. We all know that one. Use it. So what does curiosity kill the cat mean? It means if you go poking around, you're going to get burned. Exactly. Fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. So that's not the full quote. The, the quote is curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. Uh, so that means it says, so in the it's end, worth it. we found out that the cat is still alive. And for us, that means our lives aren't doomed just because of our curiosity. That means if you go poking around and you find some good shit. It hurts for a second, but then it's worth it. Yeah, fuck yep. around and you're going to find out some good shit. And Maybe. the world will also find out. Yeah. That's right. And, and the that's world, satisfying. They will find out. They will oh, find out. Good. I'm going to live that quote. Yep. Okay, so the next one is the quote, blood is thicker than water. Do you know this is a misquote? It's a family sort of thing. So right? yeah, explain what that means. Blood, blood is thicker, is thicker than, than water. water. It's that I care more about my family than anybody else. Family it's with like, friends. It's very Vin Diesel Family, yeah. It's very uh, Fast and Furious. Yep. So... That's not the full quote either. The full quote is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. 
So this means that bloodshed among soldiers back in the day in war holds a stronger bond than simple genetics. So it's literally the opposite. opposite. Easy to say when you're ripping 18 year olds away from their mothers and setting them out. (laughs) Honestly, that sounds like like some brainwashing. That sounds like some brainwashing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. very. That's like, hey, let's hand like some children some rifles and make them think this is better than (laughs) their families. Blood is thicker than water. (laughs) Yep. You don't even fucking know who your dad is because we ripped you away when you're two years old. That's actually very interesting. They love. I might be totally wrong about it, but that's what it sounds like to me. No, I mean, it's that's pretty much true. Yeah. So the next one is, uh, okay, you know, George Washington, I cannot tell a lie. Yes. Yeah. yeah he like, it's like the famous yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like Pinocchio. I he thought cut- it was Honest <laughs> Abe. No, no, George Washington. And Abe are both honest. George Washington's whole thing. Well, Honest Abe for sure. But like, I think that is a George Washington. Like- George Washington. It's like he got a hatchet as a gift and he chopped down his father's cherry tree. Which was a lie, right? When, when his father came and was like did you fucking do this? He was like, I cannot tell a lie. I cut down your cherry tree. And then his father was like, Oh my God, you're so honest. Like that's, you're such an amazing Why did person. He do it? Cause he was just being a kid, a rambunctious little kid. He did it when he was a kid. Did you run around cutting down trees when you were a kid? Well, he was probably just, you know, I made other misdeeds. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> George Washington never did this. Yeah. No, he sounds didn't. Sounds like a lie. He didn't do any of it. He didn't do this, it, and he didn't say it. He didn't do it. Didn't the say anecdote it. Anecdote sounds sketch from the beginning. It to seems be way too specific. But anyway, like something Abraham Lincoln would do, to be honest. After he died, George Washington died. There was a biographer that was like trying to write his life story, and he was trying to like find really Confirm interesting tidbits about him. No, he the biographer just made the whole thing up. He made the entire story up, and it became like one of the most you know important you know tales anecdotes he was just trying to find find out yeah just trying to hit twenty thousand words you know and honestly if he was um a biographer in oprah times she would have him on the show and call him out on his lies that's right i want that guy to do mine though like james frey it'd be like she called james frey out oh the tiny million little tiny pieces pieces. yeah Yeah. i love that i do she put him on his book list and it blew up i read it it was one of the first books i read that was like an adult book and i was like that's a lie I want an I want an untrustworthy biographer. How did she? Mm. Uh, people just fact checked and mm. the pain. The, he told this crazy story about getting like a root canal without painkillers, and it was a total lie. My mom says that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> says what? She's like, ah, no meds for me. I'm going to the dentist. <laughs> yeah, she's like, good thing I'm you're like, a, good thing you're an adult, Jared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> You'd be going to the dentist. Uh, no, none for me. <laughs> none for me, please. Okay, so the last thing I'm going to talk about is some Marilyn Monroe quotes. Ooh. So, you know the one, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Yeah. Not Marilyn Monroe. Who Ever- says it? Eleanor Roosevelt? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they ever even figured out. And then the other one is well-behaved women rarely make history. Huge, massive quote. That was like Coco Chanel or something. No, it was been attributed to Marilyn Monroe, but it really was this lady named Laurel Thatcher, Ulrich, that was a student <laughs> at New Hampshire University. Poor Laurel. They read, got her, name, her, they read her name and they were like, like mm, uh, Marilyn Monroe Marilyn- said this. <laughs> <laughs> if we put this with a cleavage picture of Marilyn, this yeah. will go viral. Yep. And it did. Uh, and it, did. it was smart. It was probably fucking George Washington's biographer. That guy knew what he was doing. I, I love that. I want that guy. I know. Mine, well, if he, I ever have that privilege, yeah. be like he was six foot eight and he was, you know, whatever. <laughs> He's six eight and beefy, super beefy, <laughs> and really smart, and the biggest rock star of our generation. <laughs> well, those are your misquotes. God, I thought that, that they're good. So interesting. A couple wrinkles for the brain. You know, sometimes you gotta learn something. Much smarter. I had a blast. Well, we're gonna figure out what uh, bad things you people did next. 
This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. everyone it's time to find out how naughty you are naughty Let's get right into the nitty-gritty of that here we go i don't have my phone so jared is going to pull up i got it i'm on it in three two one play hi you are asking for the worst things we have ever done and i have to say um that mine was when i was about 22 years old or so, I was going through a period of life where I was trying to stand up for myself more and be a bit more assertive. And I was attempting to board a Frontier Airlines flight from Indianapolis to Salt Lake City. And I hadn't even made it through security. I was still at the ticket agent desk. And the Frontier Frontier Airlines ticket agent wanted to charge me $25 to carry my backpack, my only item, onto the plane with me, my one personal item, no other luggage. And I began to question this policy and try to explain that I had never been charged to carry one personal item onto a plane before. And as I was trying to assert this to the ticket agent, she suddenly raised her voice. I must have been the last straw that day to a very loud tone, and she shouted, Ma'am, if you do not comply, I will have you thrown off of this flight. And the entire airport turned around and looked at me like I was some kind of criminal or terrorist or, you know, that person that ends up on social media, on a video for misbehaving. And I was so incredibly terrified that someone had implied that I was worthy of being thrown off of a flight that I immediately got out my debit card and paid the $25 and boarded the Frontier Airlines flight, which I will probably never fly Frontier ever again. So that's my that's my worst thing I've ever done. Attempted to argue with a ticket agent at Frontier Airlines and nearly got removed from my flight. Thanks. So... I empathize with you deeply because if this was before TikTok, no one would have known about these policies. And I think it is super misleading back then. Yeah. Before all the social media of it and like, you know, Spirit gets a horrible rap. Frontier gets a similar rap, right? Because like you do have to pay for. They nickel and dime you. They nickel and dime you at every chance because their flights are cheap, but they make it pretty uncomfortable for you if you don't throw an extra $100, $200 at the process, right? 
So I definitely empathize if you didn't know. Yeah. Um, now I feel like there's a whole like social media group many groups dedicated to like calling out spirit and well it's like it's like a joke on tiktok pretty much but yeah it's like like every spirit airlines flight that you see on like social media it's like the set of jerry springer or something it's like crazy no but back in the day especially if she was obviously she said she was a lot younger like maybe they didn't even say so on the internet and like come on this gate agent was probably like this is a young girl she probably is really timid it's not like she's being a fucking karen like that is that's messed up. She's it's hard when people aren't used to flying and they're new flyers. Like it's a very intimidating process. And she's probably like being like, I'm going to stick up for myself today and I'm going to say the know thing. about this policy. Yeah, yeah you know, it I wasn't don't like advertised that. properly. And also, no one should be yelling at anyone. No. Yeah. And like an unexpected cost, no matter how big or small, when you're like kind of frazzled and like moving like travel or when brain, you're young and don't like, have any yeah, money. Yeah. Yeah. So I would be probably flustered. And that's like, so- wait, what? And that's so embarrassing. Like the yeah. the way she was yelled at is like she was being like a Shamed. disruptive Karen. Wait, so what did you do wrong here? She that's was questioning the policy that she didn't know about. So she didn't do anything. You're not the worst. You are You're a little human. angel. Always You're question an angel. authority. Always question authority. You Always. have to question the authority. Otherwise, they'll just take advantage. And if you don't ask, you'll never get. You know what? You're punk. That's some punk yeah, shit. You're hardcore. You are punk. We love you. Mm-hmm. Love you. All right. Do we have another one? Or are we good to go? I think we're good. I think we're good. Okay. You didn't rise stanza again, did you? I'm sorry, guys. I don't have the inspiration I thought I'd have, and I don't want to present you with something lukewarm. Mm. No, that's okay. We'll get you again. Can I'll you, give you next can week. Can I give you a prompt? Okay. Not for a poem. Just Yeah, just give, try me. Just get it since we're doing misquotes. Try me. If it's good, maybe we'll go Since with we're it. doing misquotes, give me a George misquote. This is the summer of porridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. So... No, that's all we needed. Oh, that's it? I yeah, just wanted that... a misquote. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought it was going to riff, but not no. so much. No, that's Nothing rhymes with porridge. I couldn't do anything with that. Mm. Scourge. <laughs> Engorge. <laughs> porridge. Engorge. The summer of engorge. Literally anything that rhymes with George. Engorged mm. is my least favorite word. I, I love it. reminds me of you so much. Because I always used, did it for my stanzas. You've used it so many times. Because it's a great word. Engorged. It's an inflated it is, body part. It's yeah. I don't like it. Sick. It I don't is like sick. It. But We're I love it. Here. We'll leave Bye. you with that. Bye. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.